The ongoing struggle to advance, deepen, and defend our national democratic transformation has reached one of its more difficult and vulnerable moments. That's a fact. This is a message that is being conveyed to us daily by the SACP membership immediately. But also beyond that, from other concerned structures outside of our party. Just looking at what's going on in our movement and in society. Whilst the sight of the challenges we face are both inside and outside government, but the weakest link has increasingly become concentrated within our own ANC-headed alliance at both national and subnational levels and both inside and outside government. That's why, SG, we, we become pleased as, at least when the ANC stands up on things that are glaringly wrong. Like we don't understand how do you re-employ a Brian Mulefe at ESCOM. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. It's absurd. It's like we are taking perversion for normality. That's perverse. Can't allow perversion to be a normality. And who pays the price is the ANC ultimately, by the way. Now, we are not against Brian personally. We are against wrong things, irrespective of who is involved. Now, we hope that this gathering will con con contribute to some self-criticism with a view, what do we need to do to correct things? Now, I don't want to tell the story, Comrade Soli, of uh, how one member, leader of the South Africa, of the Chinese Communist Party, you know, when it was a session for self-criticism for each individual to state positive things and negative things and then said, oh yeah, but can you allow me to self-criticize Gweta Mantashi <laughs> as Blade is <laughs> So that's why we've invited all of you so that we don't self-criticize you on our behalf. You do it yourselves and for yourselves. The nub of the matter, you know, I remember one discussion, Comrade Trevor, that I had with the late Comrade Chrisan around 1991, just after I had been elected onto the Central Committee of the party. There was one thing that preoccupied Chris, you know, I say, we must never, ever go the route of Kenya, for instance. He used to like to make that example revolutions that have gone wrong. And many of us, you know, we're very proud that, no, some of the things that are happening now in our country will never happen to us. We are very advanced. We have got a very active population. But when we begin to see some of those things, that she was, we've been theorizing about these things, now we are leaving them, seeing them right in front of our eyes. The nub of the matter is that Something like an alien substance has found its way into the ranks of our movement and government and is contaminating the DNA of our politics. There is my doctor there. He understands what I'm talking about. 
when I'm talking about DNA. This includes the rise of private or personal interests that seek to displace the interests of the people as a whole and take control of our basic wealth and public resources. Linked with the problem, both organizationally and in government, is the corrupting and factionalizing influence of private corporations, including corporate capture, on sections of the leadership, public representatives, and the bureaucracy at all levels. This is our immediate enemy. We cannot confront and transform monopoly capital if you allow parasitic looters to mess up with your state. You will never be able to do that. You can't radically... Tra In fact, part of radical economic transformation must be to defeat these parasitic networks that are eating on the state and our state only. You can't separate the two. It has to be part of it. That is why we have to come out of here and say, what can we as various organizations do together, obviously individually as well, but together in order to confront this reality?